Welcome, welcome, welcome to My Life, My Choice, coming to you live from live from London in the UK. No, not coming from London in the UK, but coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Today is the 20th, the 20th of February 2016, and the hour is 1 p.m. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and I will be your host for the next 60 minutes, maybe less maybe more. But for the next 60 minutes or so, as I said, maybe less, maybe more, I'm going to be your host. And today we are talking about how do I find me when I'm so lost in my world. And please guys, notice notice that I said lost in my, not the, my world. That is one of the operative words as we go through today's show. So guys, how's, how's your week been since last week? I hope you've had a good week. I myself have had an excellent week. It's been really, really good. Um, yeah, it's been really, really good. You know, I've been busy. I am, as I like to say, making life happen. Um, lots of things that I have on my drawing board, They're working. I'm working towards them and Mm, given the nature of who I am, you know, if I think it in my mind, um, I want to see it right now. And at this stage of my evolution, at this stage, it doesn't appear to be, mm, it doesn't appear to me that I can do that, you know, like, bam, and it's there. So lots of things happening, and lots of them are good. Lots of them will um, include you as we move forward. So, yeah. So, once again, guys, welcome to the show. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn. You're listening to an episode of My Life, My Choice. We're going to be talking about how do I find me when I'm so lost in my world. Operative word here being my, not the world, my world. Well, My Life, My Choice is a show that's all about me. It's all about you. It's all about us creating the lives that we want to live through the power of our conscious mind, using the power of our mind consciously to create that which we say that we want. This show is for any and everybody. doesn't matter your race. It doesn't matter your religious belief. It doesn't matter any of that because the truth is the universal laws of attraction, they don't, they don't care who you are. They don't care what you are. They really don't. The universal laws of attraction are equal opportunity, energy for us to use. It's an equal opportunity thing. One thing that I would say, guys, is um, it's really important to do your own due diligence. Whatever I say to you, please understand, I say this because it has been applicable to me. And because it has worked in my life, that it will and will not work in yours. The name of the game is you have to do your own due diligence, taking this and making it fit for you, if that feels right for you. Only if that feels right for you. So anyway, guys, here, here, here's, the, here's, the, here's the kicker with this today. How do I find me when I'm so lost in my world? Well, before I read the synopsis, I would say that many, 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 many at infinitum people find themselves lost 
in their world. Many people really do. Many people really do. This isn't a new phenomenon for many people. I would hazard to guess that most people at some stage in their life have found themselves lost, have found themselves wondering who the hell they are. My thing is that finding you and that who and what you are should not be an aha moment experienced on your deathbed. It should not be an aha moment that is experienced on your deathbed. Not even remotely. Although, you know, it could be argued, as I have here in this synopsis, although it could be argued better, better late, better late than never. But for me, it shouldn't be that way. Why get to the, to, to the end of your life only to figure out what it's all about for you? Finding yourself is to know yourself at a conscious, authentic level. And that means at a truthful and honest level. And then choosing an authentic life. That's choosing your truth, your belief, your authentic life, even if it goes against the grain of what everybody believes you must do. You're lost because you're not doing what is authentically right for you. You're not living your truth. And the truth will always come out. That is the nature of the universal law of, of truth. We spoke about this last week. So that is the, 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 the truth will always come out. That is what that law is designed to do. The law is designed to express itself. The universal law of truth, its ultimate goal is your authentic expression. You see, because that is what we are here to do. You are here. You have been created. You've been created to express your truth. You've been created to express your truth. And in the synopsis, I say, and the truth will always come out because the truth is created to do that. Find its perfect expression and find its perfect expression through you. So how does that all relate to how do I find me when I am lost in my world, when I'm lost in this world? How do I find me? You are here in this life for a purpose. No matter what you think, no matter what you say, no matter what you do, you are here for a purpose. And whatever that purpose happens to be is your truth. And guys, we, we are always, you know, moving in a direction and course correcting because your truth must have expression. If you're doing something that is alien to you, intrinsically to you, even if you are consciously aware of it, let me tell you this, your subconscious is very aware of what you are doing. You are here, once again, to express your truth, and you're here for a purpose. The other thing I'd just like to interject here is this. 
many people get caught up with the glitz and glamour of things and, you know, sort of like the stuff being in the spotlight and this person doing that and yada, yada, yada. And so many people, their focus is diverted by this. But understand that you are here for a purpose. And the fact that you are here, you are here and you fill a space that nobody else can fill. And that is a fact that is unchangeable. That's a fact that you cannot change. You know, one of the, the movies, and guys, I, I know I said this last week, and I'm always talking about this, but one of my favorite movies is simply this. It's a Wonderful Life with Jimmy Stewart, and I want to say Olivia de Havilland, I think, um, but with Jimmy Stewart, I, I, I do know that. And this movie says, this movie, it, it illustrates to a T what I'm talking about. How one person, one person can make the difference in millions of lives. So guys, you're here for a purpose. And celebrate that fact. And of course, because... Um, we are always trying to express our truth. We're always going to go down roads that might not be the best road for this expression. So we're always going to be course correcting. Because your truth, you must have perfect expression. So what's your purpose? That's the question. Although that's not what this show's about. But what is your purpose? What is your truth? Well, one of the things I have here in, in my bullet points is, as this show is really not about your purpose, uh, before we actually look at purpose and explore that, which really is another show by itself, let's address this. How to find you when you are so lost in your world. We all live in our own little bubbles, and we really do and, if you will, our own world. And in a realistic way, we are always the center of our own universe. And everything outside of our little world or our bubble just orbits around us. Sometimes things will collide. Other times things will have near misses. And there are times when our worlds touch and they eclipse. But at the end of the day, your life, and I'm talking about your life, it's about you. It's not about me. It's not about anybody else. Your life is totally and utterly about you. It's about your journey. It's about your choice, your choices, and ultimately how you have and how you are going to choose to continue living it. You see, your life, is about you. You are the center of your world, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not talking about being self-centered. I'm not even talking about being selfish. I'm talking about a fact that just is. You are the center of your world. And the journey that you're on is about you. And of course, as I said, it's about the choices that you make. You get to make the choices that you want to make. You know, that's, 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 something, that's something that um, that I think 
people really should give serious consideration to. You are making choices for everything that you do, including the choice that you made to be here in this particular incarnation, in this particular carnation, in this particular reincarnation, in this particular life. As I said before, you've come here on purpose, for a purpose. Your life matters to everybody on the face of this earth. Your life matters to every living thing on the face of this earth. And as I believe that everything is living, everything is sentient, everything lives, including a rock, everything lives, you have a purpose. You have a reason for being. Now, that is something that needs to be explored. But that being said, your life is a journey. And as I tell my clients and, um, you know, as I tell my clients typically and some of my close friends, as I've told them, this journey, this journey that you call life, this journey that you are on, is a journey of self-exploration. And I'm here to tell you, it is the hardest journey and the hardest thing that you will ever do. It's the hardest journey that you will ever take. The journey of you, the challenges, everything, it's all about you. And the self-exploration, the journey's hard. The journey's hard. It's a solitary journey that can only be undertaken and taken by you. And when I say a solitary journey, it's solitary. It's one of those, me, myself, and I. Only you can take this journey. Because if it was any other way, any other way, others would do this for you. It would have been done for you when your mother or the loved ones who held you, rocked you as a baby in their arms, they would have done this for you. Guys, it's like breathing and or metabolizing food, and I always use this analogy. It's like breathing or metabolizing food. Only you can really do that for yourself. Only you can metabolize and extract what your body needs from the food that you eat. Only you can truly extract what your body needs so that you can uh, breathe the air, so the air that you inhale can be used in a way that it needs to be used so that you stay alive. Only you can do that. I, I will definitely own that modern technology has created the most wonderful inventions, and they really have, to assist and support us as, as we move through life, as we live our lives. And literally, some of them have been designed to keep us alive. Some of them have been designed to keep us alive and to make living our lives better. They ultimately improve the quality of life. So, yeah, you can be put on a ventilator. And, yeah, you, you, you can be given um, a, a, a feeding tube. And yeah, 
You can have dialysis where your blood's cleansed. You can have all these things, but I'm here to tell you, as you hear my voice coming to you, eventually those things will fail too. Why? Well, simply put, because you must be an active participant in the life that you are living. And that just doesn't mean what you're doing in life, but it means you in your entirety, your heartbeat, your lungs, your kidneys, your pancreas, your liver, to be a participant in your life and how you're choosing to live it. So to find yourself, to find yourself, let's see what I've got on this docket here, to find, to find yourself, you must actually be prepared, and I really mean prepare, be prepared to look deep within. And most people, for a variety of reasons, don't want to do that. They don't want to do that. Because most people are afraid to see who they truly are. Most people are afraid to see who they truly are. And I know my sister's there up on the line, Shirley, and she can tell you that people who are making their transition, because she works with people in hospice, and she can tell you people who are making their transition, at some point they realize who they are. And one of the most beautiful things about that is it really isn't that scary as many people think. I, I believe on a personal level that many people don't want to do this because they'll wind up having to say no to self and having to say no to other people. And everybody likes to be liked. Everybody, uh, no, everybody wants to be liked. Everybody wants to be needed. Everybody wants to be loved. Because even when, even when you're doing this work, you know when you're not needed. You know when you're not loved. You know when you're not cared for and cherished. You know how that makes you feel. So many people don't do this deep dig, this deep look within, because they don't want to see what's on the inside. But to find yourself, you're going to have to go there. It's part of self-exploration. It's part of this hard journey. It's part of this solitary journey. And sometimes it can be downright painful. It can be frigging painful to get to know who you are. But beyond that, beyond that is you. And beyond that, when, you, when, when you've got to know yourself, beyond that is the power of knowing you. I have never felt more empowered than when I came face to face with me. When I tell you guys, I was empowered to the point where I'm truly at, nobody can tell me anything. And I don't mean... I'm not open to learning. But if it's not my truth, it's not my truth. If it's your truth, all power to you. But it's not my truth. And I get to choose whether or not I am going to act on it and do something and or not. You see, this is what life is all about, guys, when you want to really boil it down, is you saying yes or no authentically. 
But that being said, to find self, you must be prepared to look deep within. You must consciously, hear me, with conscious intent. You must consciously choose with intention to dig and dig deeply past the surface layers and see who, who, who's in there. Who's there? Hello, who's in there? This self-exploration isn't about finding or casting the blame or even self-shaming, which is, of course, casting blame on oneself instead of other people. This journey of self-exploration isn't about that. It's not about finding fault. This journey is about bearing witness to who you are without standing in judgment of yourself. You know, so many people judge themselves, judge themselves, and I'm like, what are you using as a yardstick to judge yourself? Well, this people, this person said this, these people said that, yes, and that's their that's their opinion. Why why have you embraced it to be yours? And if you've embraced it to be yours, and it's creating blocks in your life when you don't know where you don't know who you are, then how can it be good for you? How can it be good for you? You know, once you get through your your stuff, when you're looking for you, when you when you're actively um, working on finding you, once you get through your stuff, it should be painful. You know, my girlfriend said to me yesterday, and she said this to me on several occasions. You know, at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, you loving you, loving yourself. And other people, actually, she was talking about relationships. It really shouldn't hurt. And there's wisdom and truth to that. It shouldn't hurt. So bearing witness to who you are isn't about judging yourself or using yardsticks that, that don't even measure up to, your, to who you are. They have no worth in your life other than what you're giving, giving it. You see, it's about seeing your greatness. And what it is that you are here to do that no one else can do? And that's a question that I'm going to throw out to you guys. What do you think you're here to do that no one else can do? What do you think that you're here to do that no one else can do in the way in which you do it? Many people I can hear, oh, I don't know. Oh, my gosh, I haven't thought about that, blah, blah, blah. I can hear all, I can hear all these answers. But that's something to think about. You know, many people, they try to emulate or copy somebody. That's not it. When you look in the music world, the singers that are the the, the ones who really make it, they're not out there copying anybody else. They're doing their thing. They're singing the way in which they want to. But you see, guys, a musical note is a musical note. I don't care whether you're seeing grunge, punk rock, um, heavy metal, um, rap, R&B, slow jams, whether you're seeing opera, whether, whether you're seeing um, country and western, you know, whether, I don't care what music you're seeing, an A sharp is an A freaking sharp. A C note is a C note. Okay? It's all according to how you choose to use it, how you choose to express it from your authentic self. And that being said, what just popped into my head like that is, 
The universal laws are like that. Okay, you've got do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do. Musical thing that has been put out, has been put out based on those notes, based on those vibrations. And think about all the different types of music that they have out there, all the different types of genres that they have out there. The same is said of the, of the written word and the spoken word. The letter A through Z is A through Z. It's how you string it together and you put your passion behind it. And so it is with the universal laws of attraction. They're just the universal laws of attraction. When they become alive, when they become magnetic, when they become um, empowering, is when you put your energetic self behind it. When you can say without a shadow of a doubt, I want this, then this can go forth and bring it back to you. In the same way, any, any musical, um, anybody who writes music like my nephew, he writes and he sings. He takes those notes, those notes, and he puts them down on paper, and then he allows them to come through him and out of his mouth the way he wants them to. What do you think? It's still not an F sharp. It's not G. It's not A. Do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do. You think it's not that? It is, but it has his personal stamp and spin on it, which is what the universal laws of attraction are here for, for you to put your own personal stamp and spin on them so they can go out and do what they need to do for you. So once again, you are finding yourself is about digging deep within. And I really mean dig, digging deep within. Digging past all those layers that you put up, all those barriers that you've put up just because you've been hurt. It's about digging beyond, beyond that, that self-exploration beyond that. It's not about finding fault with yourself. Good God Almighty. We, 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 oh, we beat ourselves down for the smallest thing you might have children and they have I don't know they've got a concert but today isn't the day for you today all you want to do is come home from work because even if you come from come home from work you're gonna have to cook you're gonna have to do this you're gonna have to do that and today isn't the day it's not to say that you're not there for every other concert but today is not the day. And that being said, sometimes that's the universe telling you, you do not need to leave the house. But you see, you're so caught up in thinking that if I don't go, I'm going to be called a bad mom, that I need to be there. And you go there, and yes, it was okay and everything, and you're tired. The next day, you're dragging. And as a result of that, you come home, and you're really pissy with your kids the next day and they really haven't done anything but what, ha what has happened is you said yes when really you wanted to say no and as I said last week people are always saying yes and no for the right and wrong reason when you say no or you say yes for the wrong reason it has a knock-on effect no matter what you think this reason is, if you're doing something because you feel duty-bound or you feel it's the right thing to do, but it's the wrong thing for you, guess what's going to happen? The wrong thing for you will manifest in your life. You see, within, within relationships, like marriages, within relationships, this is what happens. People say yes, 
and do things for the wrong reasons. They say yes and do things that they say, you know, it's like, oh, just to keep the peace. What the, what are you talking about, just to keep the peace? This is a marriage, just to keep the peace. If you're doing something just to keep the peace, then you don't need to be in that relationship. You know, I'm just going to shut my mouth. It's just easier. For who? See, what people don't realize is those things build. They have momentum. You know, as the saying goes, once you hear a bell ring, you can't unring it in your head. Once a word has been spoken and it's gone out there, you can't bring it back. Sometimes even the thoughts that you have, you can't eradicate them. So who is that good for? It's not good for you. And it's not good for your marriage. I'm here to tell you, it's not good for you and it's not good. You're living a lie. But that's a whole other show by itself. To find yourself, be prepared to dig. To travel this road, this road of um, self-exploration, is actually a process of elimination. And as you dig and dig with objectivity, and what I mean by that is you don't stand in judgment. You just be neutral. Just, just be neutral as, as you kind of look at the things that have gone on in your life. This is what I mean when you dig. And for those of you who know me and listen to the show, you know I am not all about digging up and going back in your past. That goes against the grain for me. My days of spiritual counseling are truly over where people talk about all this stuff that's happened to them. Look, unless that stuff is going to help you, then you don't need to talk about it. Unless, unless that stuff's going to help you, you don't even need to hold on to it. Why, why are you even holding on to this so you can talk about it just in case? No, guys, no. So as you travel this road of, of um, self-exploration, it's a road of elimination. And you dig and you dig with objectivity. And as you do that, you'll see that you have made and will continue to make choices that actually don't appear to be in the best interest of self because of how you feel. And yet, you have made the choices like that, and you will continue to do so. And you really, you're going to continue to do so. It's the nature of who we are. I do. And believe me, I work this stuff. I am working. What I'm talking to you about, I am living this life. But do I continue to make choices that aren't in the best interest of self? You bet your life I do. Do I course correct very quickly? Yes, I do too. That I can say, I really do. The thing about this is, when you start looking at your life and, you know, it's like you're digging and you're doing this self-exploration, you're trying to find you and in the process, and it's not always easy, guys. Let me just say this before I go. It's not always easy. It can be really painful. It can be really painful because of how you felt. You know, how, how small you felt, how insignificant you felt, how unloved you felt, how unwanted you felt, how scared you felt, and all the things that we feel. All the things that we feel. The thing is, as you start traveling down the road of this process of elimination, and just so we're clear, it's about looking at your life. The process of self-elimination in order to find yourself is about looking at your life and putting some of these things to rest. Now, 
what I really call this is the contrast and parallel experience. And it is an experience in contrast and parallel. Now, contrast, which is the main thing, like the universal law of contrast, contrast means to experience and or observe differences in how unlike something is and or what it felt like in reference to what you feel like now. Okay, guys? So contrast, you have to have two parallels, two things in which to look at to say, I felt hot today, but because I'm over here now, I feel cold. You won't know that you feel cold until you get over here and you're able to look at the situation and sum up for yourself what you are feeling. And that's really important because our lives, <laughs> our, la our lives are truly based on contrast. To know where you've been, you need to know, you need to be in a different place. All right, guys? To know where you've been, you need to literally be in a different place. So if you're standing by the table, and I think um, Neville Goddard uses this, when you're standing by a table, in order to know that you've been at the table, you need to know where else you've been. And hopefully, hopefully that makes sense. So to know where you've been, you need to know, you need to be in a different place. It provides you with a point of reference so that you can make a decision based on what you are wanting. So contrast gives you a point of reference so that you can know where it is that you've come from and also where you are. This is how you know, um, this is how you know where you want to be in life. You know, if you're, if you're unhappy in any relationship, you know that because somewhere in your mind, you have created a picture that says, I want this. This is how you can know you're unhappy. If you haven't created that, you wouldn't know that you were unhappy. So contrast and parallel is huge. Contrast and parallel is absolutely huge in your life. There's actually on the on um, the actual synopsis for this show, if I'm not mistaken, yes, I did. I was very, I was a good girl. There's a contrast and parallel sheet that you can download if you are part of the group actually download it there too. It's in the files. You go on the side, um, you go on the side, click on the link that says files. The files will pop up and it should be the first one because I uploaded it last night. And you'll be able to download a contrast and parallel um, worksheet and we'll, we'll, we'll get to what you do with that in just a second, actually, but you'll be able to download it. So we're, we're going to come back around to that. Um. Why do people get lost? Let, let, let's look at that for a minute. Why, why, why do people get lost? Well, that's, that's a loaded question. And truthfully, it is and has a, it's a multi-layered multi question with infinite answers. And truthfully, it kind of depends on the individual. Some people lose their way because they're wanting to be loved, as I said before. Others, it's for money. Others, it's for power. Others, it's for revenge. Others, you know, others, they are wanting to fix people. And that was me. 
I had always wanted to be, I'd always wanted to fix people. I thought I could fix everybody. I mean, it was a thing in my house with my parents. You know, they were like, oh, Wendy's got a new friend. They've got a broken wing. That's what they would say. I just want to fix everybody. I thought I could fix everybody. And the reality is I couldn't even fix my damn self because nobody's broken. Nobody's damaged. Everybody is whole, capable, and complete. Everybody has the answers that they need within them. Yet still, when you try to fix somebody, it really smacks of you thinking that whatever has happened to you can override and overshadow what it is that they are needing for them. And so, yeah, wanting to fix other people, that was me. And really and truly, guys, you can give any other reason. You can, you can name it. Absolutely name it. This is why people get lost. This is why you get lost. And so I'm going to say to you, you are lost because, fill in the blank, why are you really lost? And I'm going to come back to the contrast and parallel sheet because that will really help you to understand why you are lost and what it is that is making you lost. It's a powerful, it's a powerful worksheet. It's been my professional experience that most people become lost when they experience disappointment. And this is disappointment in life. This is with family, whether it's in love, health, wealth, relationships, your career, um, you know, whether, whether it's within your race, whether it's within your country, whether it's within your political party, whether, whether, whatever it is, your church, you know, people have experienced disappointment. And the reality is when your reality doesn't meet your expectation, disappointment is experienced. So when reality doesn't meet your expectation, disappointment is experienced. And many people go into a sort of spiral, spiraling vortex because for me, the internal dialogue, and that's another thing I'm always talking about on this show, your internal dialogue, the internal dialogue is wrong. The internal dialogue is wrong. And they spiral into a vortex because they ask the question, why? Why is this happening to me? What have, what have, pause, what have I, what, what have I done? Now, logically, these questions, they're valid. And for what I do in life professionally and personally, they're only valid to a point. And they truly are only valid to a point. You see, why only matters if it doesn't lead you to another question asking why. So when you ask the question why, when you ask the question why, as long as it doesn't lead you to another question why, then fine. If it gives you the answer, then fine. But not if, you're, if it puts you on the pathway to a road to nowhere. And there are many people out there, there are many coaches out there who say, oh, no, you need to ask the question why, and I beg to differ. You see, a better question to ask yourself, a more intrinsic question to ask yourself, a question that will naturally dig for you, because intrinsic questions allow you to dig and dig deep, would be, what brought me to this place in my life? Now, I can say with my hand on my heart, if you approach being lost, and trying to find yourself using that question, 
you will receive an answer. And I'm going to say sooner versus later. So if you keep saying sort of like, why, why did this happen to me? Why? I keep asking why. More often than not, the questions that arise from that are another question that says why. Why did this happen to me can truly put you in victim mode. And having a victimology of a victim is not the way to find out who you are. When you actually ask the question, what brought me here? You are giving a powerful signal to the universal self and to the universe, your higher self, your God mind, the God within, the, the, the spirit within, your essence, whatever makes you feel comfortable. But you are giving a signal and a powerful signal for me to your universal self, your God self, that you are taking ownership of where you, ha where you have arrived in life, where you are. You will come to the conclusion that when you, no, you'll, go, you'll come to the conclusion that at the end of the day, as you roll and do all of this, you weren't actually lost. You weren't lost. You weren't even hiding. You see, guys, when you start owning your life, ownership, accountability, and responsibility, that's one of the most powerful things I have ever done in my life. Own it. The good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent, own it. And you see, when you ask the question, what has brought me here? As I said, you're giving yourself a really, a really powerful signal, or you're giving a really power, powerful signal to the universe, telling the universal, telling the, the universe that you're taking ownership for your life. And that means I take ownership for everything that I have done in my life. And you have done everything in your life because your life is built based on the choices that you make. Nobody makes choices for you. You make choices for you. And you'll eventually come to the conclusion that you weren't lost and that you chose to play a role that you weren't suited for. You know, you said no when you meant yes, and you said yes when you meant no, which puts you in a role that's not suited for you. So the question really is, how do I find me? How do I find me? How do I find me? Well, I'm going to backtrack to the contrast and parallel sheet, and let me see if I still have it open here. Yes, I do. Da, 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 da. Contrast and parallel sheet. Well, the contrast and parallel sheet is really simple. Basically, what I have here on the sheet simply says, if you're unsure of what you want in life, a good starting point is to define what you do want. Um, it's to look at what you don't want. It gives clarity, contrast, and parallels. So it's set out like this. And it, you don't have to download it, guys. You can uh, get a piece of paper, divide it in two, put a line down the middle, divide it in two. On one heading, you have contrast. On the other heading, you have clarity. Uh, so, excuse me, parallel, which equates to clarity. In the left column, which will be the contrast, you list everything that you don't like. And guys, believe me, when I say this isn't somewhere where I live, um, mentally and or emotionally and or professionally, but it can be powerful. So in the right column, you write everything that you don't want, okay? Everything that you don't want. And then in the left column, 
excuse me, in the left column, you write everything that you don't want. In the right column, you write the opposite. So if you say, I don't want to live in an old house, the clarity column would say, I want to live in a new home. I don't want to be in an abusive relationship. The right column would be, I want to be in uh, I, whatever phrase makes you feel the, the, the um, antithesis of, of abuse. I want to be in a loving relationship. I want to be in a healthy relationship. I don't want to um, drive a broken down car. Well, the clarity for that means that you want to drive a car that works. doesn't mean that it's new. And you see, from that point, from that point, when you've actually written down the things that you don't want in your life, you will be able to see the things that you do want in your life. And I'm here to tell you, things that you write down that you don't want in life, these are things as to why you're lost. These are the things as to why you are lost. I don't want to be in an abusive relationship. Well, why are you in an abusive? Why are you in an abusive relationship? Why? I don't want to say to you, you ask yourself that question and you can go spiraling off, well, you know, I saw my mum and dad and da, 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 and he said he loved me and I was feeling lonely and da, 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 da. I was overweight, I was underweight, blah, 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 my chest was too flat, my ass was too big, blah, 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 all these things. You've got wise, so many wise, you can go to the moon and back. It's not helpful. It's not helpful unless you are going to use it to help you. So that being said, how do I find myself? Start with your contrasts and par parallels. Get clarity about what you want in life. When you're able to get clarity about what you want in life, you will be able to get clarity of who you are in life because the things that you want in life is how you need to show up. It'll start out with the, the necessities of life because those are the things that are foremost in our mind. And again, you can download that sheet, click, click the, the link, and you can download the sheet. If you have problems getting it, you can email me at drwendy at L, the laws, L, laws of L, L O A I A dot com. I said AOL last time, uh, but that was wrong. L O A I A dot com, drwendy at. And you'll be able to, I'll email it to you. So that being said, I'm going to ask you guys this question. And this is truly um, a powerful question. How do I find me? Well, guys, my question to you would simply be this. Literally, simply be this. How do you know that you are lost? So for everybody out there who feels that they're lost, how do you know that you are lost? And how also is, isn't something really I use in my coaching practice unless it's like this. How do you know you're lost? How do you really know you're lost? And people will say, because this, because that. Well, you see, within your answer is your solution. Within your answer is your solution. The answer to this question, the, the answer to this question tells you. It tells you 
why you're feeling low, and it will tell you how to break through that. So let's break this down into uh, smaller bite pieces. I've asked you the question, um, you said to me that you feel lost. You feel lost. You don't know what to do in your life. You, you know, how do I find me when I'm so lost in my world? Okay. Well, we've established based on what, what I've said that um, it's based on, predicated on you not doing things that you want to do in life, that you're not living an authentic life. And we spoke about that last week. So let's break it down into some bite-sized pieces. A little light will work here because I actually wrote this down. So da, 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 I'm reading, guys. Bear with me. Okay, so let's break this down into smaller pieces. And you need to answer the question. If you're not able to answer the question now, which is okay, you need to really go ahead on and think about it. And think about this question. How do you know that you are lost? You need to really think about that question because within the answer is your solution, okay? Within the answer, start creating the foundation for your solution, okay? So if it doesn't come to you straight off the bat, guys, think about it. If you need to sit with it and think about it, sit with it and think about it, okay? And so the next question to ask yourself is, what are you doing that you don't? want to do or don't like to do in your life? What are you doing? That's why you're lost. Literally, that's why you're lost. You see, the contrast and, and um, clarity sheets literally helps you to flip the script so that you can get clarity. And clarity is the key. From there, you can start figuring out what you want. From there, you can start figuring out what it looks like to, 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 um, to move forward. And if it looks like a monumental task or, or a, a mountain to climb, no, you just break it back a little bit. Ask yourself, what does the first step look like for me to, 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 to move forward? Always break it down into bite-sized pieces. And that being said, you know, um, not doing what you are doing and you feeling lost, guys, is you course-correcting so that you can get on track, so that you can live a purpose-filled life, so that you can show up in this life as you intended to do before you were born into it. That's what lost is being all about. It's about moving you in the right direction. It's about moving you forward. But like most people, we get caught in that emotional wash. And when we get caught in the emotion of everything, we tend to make choices based on our emotions, and when you make choices based on your emotions, invariably it's not the right choice. Invariably it's not the right thing to do because your emotions are as such that um, they change, they fluctuate. 
Emotions are designed to show you something specific, and that something specific boils down to, yes, I like this, no, I don't. And from there, you can make a choice. So finding you, if you are feeling lost, truly isn't a monumental task. It's a case of you, number one, wanting to do this, number two, to do so in a consciously authentic way. You have to come at it honestly. It's about you not standing in judgment of self. It's about you not casting the blame. You know, my husband, this, he had an affair. We had three children and he had an affair and then he left me and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, baby, he did. Uh, I'm sorry, you know. You know, I got fired from my job, blah, 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 blah. You know, they're racist, they're this, and they fire. I'm sorry, it, it, it happened. You can't unring that bell. It happened. So, yeah, take some time out to feel what you're feeling. Take some time out for the emotions to rise up. Be angry. Be pissed off. Be everything that you want to be. But at the end of the day, what, what, what is it that you're going to do? What are you going to do? You see, because your life is here to be lived in a certain way. And life will move you forward. Kicking and screaming, or it can hold your hand, or it can glide you along. You get to choose. And that being said, everything isn't always going to be, you know, peaches and cream and cupcakes and rainbows. That's not it. Where control comes in is how you choose to respond. How do you find you? How, do you? how do you find you? Well, guys, once again, I'm going to ask you this question. How do you know that you're lost? How do you know that you're lost? You tell me I'm so lost. I don't know what to do. How do you know you're lost? I already spoke about contrast and parallel. In order for you to know that you're lost, you need to have moved past where you're at. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to see it. In order for you to see where you are, you have to have been somewhere else. In order to see where you are or where you were, you needed to be at a different point. And at a different point so that you have a different reference point. So how do you know that you're lost? What is it that you are doing that you don't want to do? Or doing that you don't like? What is it that you are compromising your authentic self for? In order for an outcome, <laughs> in order for an outcome that's going to take you back to where you need to be. You see, guys, you will forever be course correcting because your subconscious self is designed for you to fulfill your life's purpose, even if it is you having that aha moment on your deathbed. It's going to happen. So Dr. Wen says, Dr. Wendy says, if this is a fact, and guys, do your own due diligence, meditate on it, pray about it, whatever it is. If it rings right, do your own research into your inner self. And if I'm right, we're wasting a lot, a lot, a lot of precious time 
doing things that we don't need to do. You know, that's one of the reasons why I think old people, and even children for that matter, are very truthful. You know, senior people, the older they get, and people are like, oh, gosh, she's so cantankerous, she's so this, or, oh, she's so loving, and blah, 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 blah. They become who they want to be. Because at some stage, they're like, hey, look, I'm not going to be here forever and bump this. I spent the best years of my, the best years of my life sending myself into a pretzel only to find out that that doesn't work for me. I don't want to be a damn pretzel. So that being said, guys, I hope you found this um, helpful. Find yourself, download the actual contrast and parallel sheet. It is on the um, Facebook Live, and it is in the synopsis here, the written synopsis. Click the link if you have a problem getting it. Please email me at drwendy at loaia.com. Guys, until next time, love you guys, love you, Cheryl. Hope all goes well next week. Take care of yourselves, and until next time, love you guys. Until next time, I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn. Peace.